can join me today this is a little segment I put together called my take on where I explore different topics and giving my personal perspective on them today's topic is going to be empaths if you don't know what an empath is um, I can give you a little overview so when somebody sympathizes with somebody that's where they feel bad for someone or they kind of see their point of view in a in a certain way um so let's say someone dog got lost um and the other person decides to talk to uh, a friend about it they say, oh no, I lost my dog. And the other person says, oh, I don't have a dog, but uh, let's go find it. I feel bad. Let's go find it and and help you because I could see that you're distraught. You sympathize with that person. Empathy is kind of looked at as, oh, my dog ran away. <clears throat> the other person says, oh, I had a dog too. He ran away too. I know what you're going through. Let's go hurry up and look for him. I I was going crazy when I lost my dog. I can imagine. I already know how you're feeling right now. I know how you're feeling. Empaths go to a little different level. They physically feel what a person's going through. So, for example, the person's crying over their lost dog you may not even be talking to the person. Let's say this person's in a restaurant talking to their friend about it and their friend's sympathizing with them. Your back turns toward them. You can't hear them. You're eating your food and all of a sudden you feel a sense of loss, a sense of out of control, a sense of urgency, a sense of despair. And you're eating your lunch and you're like, oh my God, I'm feeling... All of a sudden, I feel this sadness. I feel this. I feel that. I feel, uh. and then you realize the person behind you lost their dog because they walked past you, and you just so happened to hear it. Or a friend told you, "Are you okay? You're acting like that lady who lost her dog." Oh, what? There's a lady who lost her dog. That's what an empath's like. So you pick up other people's feelings, literally pick up their feelings. Um, so what I want to get into is my experiences as an empath and a couple comments I have. As an empath, it can be very draining, be very tired. It's really emotional, as you can imagine. Um, I might do a whole separate topic on emotion as being important because for me as a psychic psychic medium to be more specific you're gonna deal with a lot of emotions and just recently I 
am dealing with that right now. So I'm going through all these stages and I believe in everything happens for a reason. So I'm going through all this to clear all that out and get control of it. Not control of it as in a sense as I'm stuffing the emotions down, but in control of it as in I'm being aware of what's happening to me so that I don't lose myself in it all. So I don't go off the deep end and and, and, and full-blown hysterics. You know, tell yourself, this is what's happening to me. I know this because I'm an empath. This is what I'm feeling. So don't jump the gun and thinking, you know, something's really wrong. You need to like take a breath and just wait. So an example for me would be, I was in a grocery store, man walked by me. I didn't know anything about the man. I was just there and all of a sudden I felt this huge rage. Now you could say, well, Mel, he was probably walking all angry. Yeah, that might be true. But I also felt this feeling of, I don't like women, I want to hit women, or I'm currently hitting a woman, I'm violent against a woman. Got those feelings. I know that's not me because I myself am a woman. I'm not abusing anybody or any woman or anything, so it's not me. Um, another time, I was in a restaurant and I was eating my food and I started crying. Not full-blown crying, just starting to tear up a little and feeling very sad and so overcome of being scared. Like everybody was bigger than me and I just felt like I was so small and I was so scared and I didn't know anybody and I didn't like what was going on and like it was happening to me. And I was just like, why am I feeling this way? I don't know. I kind of started to fidget in my seat, which I never really do fidget in my seat, especially when I'm just eating lunch. It was an everyday lunch thing. So I had this tunnel vision of emotions. So that's something where, something I just made up just now. It's it's like tunnel vision, how you just look at what's in front of you and that's all you can see. I had this emotion and that's all I could experience. I didn't know what was going on around me until I realized there was a child and I didn't realize it. Somebody else pointed out to me. There's a child sitting there crying and having, and it wasn't a loud cry because I would have noticed it, but they said they look upset and they're sitting over there with their parents and they're really scared and upset. And you didn't notice that? No, I didn't notice that. <laughs> um, so it, I can pick up children out of nowhere apparently children are very easy uh, to pick up like if I go somewhere and I feel overwhelmed I can usually go to the children and their energy is so much uh, depending on what children you, you know you're with but usually they're very calm and their energy is very um, playful and non-scattered too much like adults we can tend especially if we're getting ready for a party they're very scattered and that's not their fault that's something wrong with that but my energy tends to be drawn to children that are you know that 
not the two or three or the babies. I'm talking about like maybe a five-year-old, an eight-year-old that are in the corner and you'll see them playing by themselves and you you walk up to them and like, hey, what are you doing? And they're, oh, I'm just playing. Their energy is so youthful, inviting, um, genuine of who they are. And I tend to like that. So that kind of gives you a clue right there of what an empath is in terms of where the levels of emotion are. I don't want to feel stressed. I don't want to feel scattered if it's not even me who's feeling stressed and scattered. So it's important to be aware of it. Because once you get lost in all that emotions, you might take a really long time to come back to ground yourself. Uh, You may get lost into the addiction of emotion every day, extreme emotion every day, which is what I was sort of going through a little bit. I felt like everything was 10 steps too much. It was, oh my God, this is this and this is this and this is so extreme. And you have to be in your awareness state, which meditation helps a lot. Yoga helps a lot. Doing activities that doesn't involve media in terms of drama helps a lot to bring you back and you can get affected by tv i noticed um but a lot of people you think mel a lot of people get affected by tv you know uh, if somebody's crying on screen somebody's gonna be crying in person yes but let that be a true testament to you then that emotions affect us what others are feeling can be very strong And so if I watch something not maybe with actors necessarily, maybe the news or a segment on TV that involves animals, and yes, I can feel an animal sometimes, that their feelings are very apparent. I can feel a lot of what they're going through. So I try to tend to stay away from those news segments. I don't watch the news. If I watch the news, it's something very direly important. But other than that, I don't really watch the news at all. Um, I think news has like a scare tactic to do to us sometimes. And I don't want to be involved in any of that because I've already got enough emotions as it is, right? As an empath, you probably know if you are an empath, you're dealing with a lot of stuff. And to just add on to that, for not really any good reason, Um, whether it's gossip or anything like that. And I might do a whole new segment on media. Don't add any more to your plate until you feel comfortable, feel ready. And if you're starting to watch and you think you are ready and you're not ready, then turn it off and immediately do something else. Read, play with your animals and pets, go outside. If you can't go outside, have a conversation with somebody do somebody else do something else it's very important to realize it's happening and catch it before like I said you lose yourself and all the emotions and you get caught up and it takes a while to come back Uh, another thing I want to talk about is the way people portray 
some psychics, not all people, not all psychics. I'm not going to generalize anybody. In terms of when somebody says, oh, wow, you're a psychic medium. I wish I can do that. You're an empath. I wish I could do that. And I'm going to focus on the empath side of this now. There's pros and cons to pretty much everything. Okay. So if somebody says, wow, you can tell if somebody's doing this or you can tell if somebody's acting like that and you can tell, yes, it's a gift and it can be great at times, especially when somebody shows compassion and feel that joy of love from like a pet or a child or a person, an adult. But it's also not great when you pick up random emotions from people that you don't want okay that gives you not into their character when you're not working as a psychic when I'm not ready for it and that takes me back to grounding myself and healing and shielding myself but in terms of forgetting to do that or I didn't do enough in terms of oh I didn't concentrate enough or I just got caught off guard and I you know didn't stick to my rituals that day for some reason it can be overwhelming. So for anybody who says, I wish I can do that, this is my perspective on yes, but it's not all that you think it is. It's not all great sometimes. It takes a lot of strength sometimes takes a lot of awareness like I said but eventually you'll be fine um just create this environment like I said for yourself to free yourself of too much emotion too much attachment experience it be aware of it and then move on don't sit in it, stew in it, think about it too much. Because I'm a big overthinker. <laughs> so I'm trying to learn that myself, not to overthink things. But this is what I've learned thus far. Recognize it, experience it, move on. Don't sit in it, don't overanalyze it, don't get lost in the emotion just move on you can journal it to experience it to record your experience record on the recorder like I'm doing now record in your journal record on a blog tell someone that you trust or who's an empath themselves maybe you can chit chat with them but then move on and it's hard for us, especially with emotions, because you grow attached. Especially if you feel like you have a lot of emotional baggage. And I'm not trying to sound harsh, but it's the truth. A lot of us carry emotional baggage. And I myself am learning to clear that out. Because one can ping off the another in my experience. So if you feel, let's just say, out of the blue, you feel somebody like I did this guy being abusive to a woman first let's say like I said in the grocery store 
then that pings you and thinking, oh, I feel this emotion. And then you overthink it and then it goes, oh, but it reminds me of, of when my mom was abused by my dad. Ping. And then it pings to something else. Oh, oh, I can't believe I sat by and did nothing while that happened. Ping. And, oh, I, I gotta go call my mom. Ping. <laughs> and my mom, sorry, I keep saying ping, but it's like a ping pong ball or a yeah pinball machine where everything goes ding 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 ding. one hits the other one one hits the other one then you call your mom then your mom relives it and then you relive it and you talk about it and it's on your mind after you talk with her on the phone you can't go to bed because it's on your mind all night and it's just domino effect this pinball machine bang 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 and you gotta let that ball drop down the hole you can't do that and I learned from experience from something like that. So, and you also can't blame yourself if it happens. If you find yourself spiraling down that emotional roller coaster because of your empathy, or your, excuse me, your empathic abilities, afterwards, don't be like, oh, I can't believe I didn't stop myself. Yeah. There's another one. Don't hate on yourself for trying to cope with something or trying to um, heal something or trying to realize something. We are so obsessed with perfectionism of being right all the time and my channeling sessions that I do teaches me this. We can't do this to ourselves. And this is part of the self-love that people try to embrace, that I try to embrace, that I'm learning to embrace. Don't do that to yourself. Journal it. If you feel yourself ping-ponging around in emotions, journal it, record it, experience it, be aware of it, and then do something else. Move on. Take your mind off of that. Go take a walk. Go watch... Um, A non-dramatic, maybe a comedy movie. Those are great. Or read a book. Or do something with your, your friends. If they have good energy, do something with your friends. Take your mind off something. Do something with your pets, like I said. It's a way for me to balance the scales. Balance is key. Now some days you might do better than others, some days you will do great. But notice that always come back to the middle of that pendulum to try to balance. It's very important, excuse me, it's very important to realize who you are truly who you are not who Joe Schmo's emotions are you are one thing that can help with this is grounding techniques and you can use grounding techniques for multiple things it doesn't have to be for empaths only wear or hold stones you can hold uh, a lot of things you don't have to necessarily hold 
uh, expensive crystal, okay? You can hold. This is things that's helped me. You can hold a smoky quartz. You can hold You can hold a smoky quartz. You can hold an obsidian. You can hold an onyx. You can hold a snowflake obsidian. But that sometimes, you know, may surface things where you don't want to see them. It's very grounding though, so be careful with a snowflake obsidian in my experience. Look up its properties further to see if you can deal with what the snowflake obsidian brings to your life. And if you can handle that, then grab that. I'm going to say that I don't like to focus too much on materialism. And I'm learning that now as I get older. So if you don't like just going out and on a whim and saying, okay, well, Melody Luna on her channel said, go out and buy an obsidian. Oh, I go out and buy obsidian. If I don't have that, I'm going to go crazy with my emotions. No, you also can go out, in my experience, grab a rock from outside. That is from the earth. That is grounding, especially if it has dirt on it. It is from the earth. So if you're looking for grounding, you don't necessarily need a smoky quartz. Go to the backyard, go outside on your walk, grab a rock that you feel resonates. Hold it in your hand. You can mentally ask yourself, is this the rock for me? Hold it in your hand. And if you feel better, if you feel like yourself, keep that with you and let that be your grounding stone or rock or pebble. Another thing you can do is spend time with dirt in a garden. If you have a potted plant, move the soil around with your hands. Water the plant. Talk to the plant. Touch its leaves. Another thing you can do, when you take a bath, pour salt in there. Ideally, there's Epsom salts. You can put, you know, regular salt in there if you don't have it. Because I'm going to say, like I said, I don't want you having to just run out and get anything. If you choose to run out and get something and you know that you think that's going to help you, great. But I'm not going to sit here and say you have to spend a bunch of money to go out and get something. Okay. The stuff you have in your cupboard is just fine. I know that some people have emphasis. Well, if you don't have that, then it's not going to. No, if you feel... If you feel you hold salt in your hand, if you feel that grounds you, put it in there. If you have Epsom salts, great. If you have Himalayan pink salt, which I have, and I find grounding, great. Put it in there. If you feel that doesn't work. Another thing you can do that I have found helpful is eating foods that grow in the ground you can say well that could be any plant yeah true that could be any plant so up your fruits and vegetables i'm mainly talking about the root plants the ones that grow really underground i'm talking about potatoes carrots 
have a hearty stew. It doesn't have to have meat in it. I don't eat red meat. I, I'm trying to get off meat altogether right now. I eat fish because that's where I feel most comfortable, but I can see myself probably eventually getting off of it. That doesn't matter. Whatever your lifestyle is, try those hearty potatoes, carrots, beets, turnips, radishes, anything where the the food itself is underground and the root is attached, that can help ground you. Another thing is having food with salt on it can ground you. When I do a psychic medium reading or when I did them, and I will probably still continue to do them, but when I did do them, oh my gosh, I felt so spiritually drunk. Like I would walk around and I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I'm on a cloud. And like your energy feels so up there and I couldn't really walk. And it's like, oh, that really took a lot out of me. But I always kept salted pretzels with me. Always, always, always. That helps. Anything with salt on it. You don't have to eat a crap ton of, of salted peanuts just or uh, pretzels. Just enough where you feel, okay, I'm stabilized. So those are just some ways that I deal with it. I might do a whole separate segment on grounding and all that. Um, and why it's important, not just for impasse, but in general in life. But I pretty much, I think I covered a lot of what I wanted to say on that topic. Empathy, I feel just like psychic abilities, everyone has it. It just depends what level we're on. So, like I said, a great example would be when you see somebody crying on TV, you feel it. Some of us. Um, you see an animal hurt, you feel that. Now, does that mean sometimes we feel the physical pain? I do. Not all the time. But when I meet someone or open my energy up, I do feel their physical pain. Some people, some people would classify this as a, a physical medium. I've looked around and read a lot of things about physical mediumship, and some people have different definitions, so I'm a little confused on it. I'm definitely clairsentient, which means clear uh, sensing, clear feeling. So I can feel it. So I went to my neighbor's house. And she was going through some things and I was just in the driveway and she went to go into the house to get something came back out. I'm like, oh, I got this pain in the shoulder blades in my back, upper back and between the shoulder blades. And I looked at her and I said, you know, do you have any back problems? She's like, oh, yeah. She lifts up her shirt. And there's right in the middle of her back. There's a little icy hot patch. She's like, yeah, my back's in pain. I felt it. I felt that pain in her back. So it's very 
it can be very, I don't know how you would call it, very complicated in terms of you can feel emotions and you can feel physical pain. So all that being said, as long as you get back to who you are in your center, it may help you manage, control the feelings that we're having. I'm not saying don't have feelings. Feelings are important. Emotions are important. But when you're an empath or when you've been stuck in your feelings for a very, very, very long time and you kind of already know that you need to get rid of them and people have been noticing it or you've been reading cards yourself, it's time to manage them. It's time to control them. I know I use the word control. Sometimes I don't like the word control because it comes off wrong but manage them in a healthy way. And so I hope that this has given you the, some tools and insights as to what I'm doing. I might have a few more tips down the road or I might not, who knows, but this is what I'm going through right now. And this is how I'm dealing with it right now. That seems to be working. Um, so I give my knowledge to you, onto you and hopefully this has helped you even if you're not an empath maybe if you have an emotional time and you remember saying oh i should go grab that rock outside do it i don't care if somebody looks at you funny i don't care if it seems odd if it helps you and your mental health in a good way in a non-threatening non-violent non-self-harming way grab that rock because you are important enough to grab it. Don't think what anybody else is thinking. Um, So, like I said, I hope this has helped you. It's helped me talk about it. It helps me talk to you and someone to share my thoughts and my feelings, so it helps me too. All right, so until next time, have a great day, have a great night, have great emotions, and I will be back soon. Bye.